welcome to the Train Your Unique Magic podcast. I'm Alicia Lavino. Today we're going to talk a little bit about patterns. Patterns are those things that run your life, whether you're aware of them or not. We inherit them from our parents. We oh, we live them. No matter sometimes it feels like what we try to do. This is an interesting topic because when we are walking a magical path, when we're walking a spiritual path, when we're living a conscious life, one of the things that just goes hand in hand with that is learning to recognize your patterns. And no matter how far you get down this path, the sheer fact of being human has things come up again and again. And that isn't to say that you can't clear things. Um, But I'm fond of saying that the spiritual path, like ogres, it's like an onion. And so you peel back one layer and you get to the next layer and you peel back another layer and you get to the next layer. So one of the big patterns in my life is what in psychological terms is called codependence. Um, But what it looks like in the real world is a certain type of care for another person, for other people. But usually, at least in my life, it's for um, specific people with whom I run this pattern. And so for the people who I grew up with, where this was a strong pattern in the household, Um, As a very, very, very young child, I kind of made the decision that it was my job to help take care of them or my job to help them feel better when they weren't feeling well. And so through the years, what this looks like is really kind of hilarious because a small child makes that decision, right? And then we... It's not based in reality. We have no real way of of acting it out in a way that is actually helpful. So I'll give you an example. When I was about three years old, I remember coming down the stairs and we had this um, kind of a green rag carpet. I can still feel it under my bare feet if I think about it. And I got to the bottom of the stairs and I'd, I'd come down the stairs because I heard something. When I got to the bottom of the stairs, I saw my mother on our hideous orange couch, if you can imagine, green shag carpet and orange couch. I'm dating myself here. And she was crying. And she was crying because I'm sure, at least what I thought at the time, what I still think is probably true, because my father wasn't home. And it was the middle of the night. Um, and I said, whatever a small child says, mommy, are you okay? And my mom actually did the very responsible thing. And she said, I'm, I'm fine, honey. You don't have to worry about me. I can take care of myself. It's okay. Go back to bed. But it was very clear to me as a child that she could not take care of herself, that she was crying. You know, when I cry, my mother comforted me. There was no one to comfort her. And it was obvious to me that something was missing there. So I went back upstairs 
but in a state of sort of banishment. I went back upstairs going, what can I do to help mommy? What can I do to save mommy? And from that time on, really looked for ways that I could help my mom with her emotional state. Can you imagine? Has anyone ever had any luck helping others in a real way, especially those close to you with their emotional state? And so this is kind of the formation of codependence. My mother was very clear and she always kind of told me not to do this. But at the same time, I saw her doing this with others. And so she had this pattern with her mother. This is often the way that it works in families, right? We learn these things from a very young age and they get passed down and passed down and passed down. So fast forward, and for most of my life, my mother and I lived with this very close relationship, but a very tumultuous relationship. And I was constantly trying to get her emotions in line. She's an emotional person. Um, and getting her emotions in line is just it's not, a, it's not a thing that anyone else should be doing, but it's not a thing that she was even trying to do. She's just emotive. That's how she is. And eventually, I got to a place where I wasn't totally taking care of my emotional state because I was too concerned with the emotional states of others. Now, if you can imagine that, you can see I'm sort of becoming my mother, right? She has this codependent tendency where she's sort of looking out for others. Her emotional state ends up maybe a little more chaotic than it needs to be. And here I am stepping into the same thing. And by the time I'm about 17, I am emotionally chaotic. Um, and from there, I went down a rather interesting path. Because when I graduated college, I moved away from everyone I had this pattern. And I sort of ran away to France. And in a lot of ways, this was a blissful time in my life because I just didn't have anyone that I was running these codependent tendencies with. I really only had to take care of myself. And I learned this amazing thing that, wow, like for me to just take care of me is okay. Like it's not that hard. It's not that much work. Well, now here we are 20 years later. And it's not that hard for me to take care of me. But when I experience my mother having emotions, all of a sudden I start to put aside everything that I need just automatically. And I start to look to see how I can fix her or how I can change her. All of a sudden, I'm three years old again. And so... And so one of the things that is a part of my path and really at every turn is to bring this to consciousness. And that's something that I am in the process of clearing. And you can clear patterns like this, which I hope is something we'll get to dive into in this podcast. But when they are really ingrained, they have these tangled roots. And so I find myself 
really struggling to remember that, wait a minute, that's not my job. That's not my responsibility. And moreover, there's nothing wrong here. But it's a reminder that I have to wake up to almost every day. There are some days when it's really easy. There are some days when I'm just doing my own thing and I've got, you know, no contact with any of the people I have a pattern with. I'm lucky enough to have married a husband who does not support me in that family pattern. So we do not have a codependent relationship. Um, that really doesn't make any sense to him. So I'm very independent with my husband, with my friends in my daily life. And then like so many of us, you go back to that family of origin and all of a sudden the patterns are there. So the very first step, um, and this one is showing up for me right now, but there are all different kinds of patterns that I have moved through. There are all different kinds of patterns that I have yet to move through. And the very first step that I've learned over years and years and years of really stepping out of the inheritance that I got from my family of unhelpful patterns is noticing. So I just want to invite you, wherever you are um, out listening today, to just begin to bring noticing into your life. What does it feel like to see that pattern in action? Sometimes it can feel a little bit hard to be with. Sometimes we tend to ignore these things, but there's an amazing magic that happens when we actually begin to notice because when we can be with something fully, it begins to shift. So today I am going to be noticing all of the ways that I automatically start to set myself aside when I think someone else needs something. And over the next weeks and months, I hope to take you along on that journey of, of really clearing that pattern and diving deep. But for today, we'll start with step one. And step one is to take something from the unconscious, from that little three-year-old child, and bring it into the full light of consciousness. What are you noticing 